0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of my Weird Little Podcast. Uh, We are uh, here live from Sin City, Las Vegas. Um, Not live, though, because this is pre-recorded. But today we have Patrick.
1: Hello. uh,
0: In the other room. And I'm here as well, Tia. You didn't know who I was by now. Um, And I'm sure Pat is very confused why I am wearing uh, earmuffs even though it's like 97 degrees here in Las Vegas. Well, okay, so my story today is on frozen dead guy days. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of frozen dead guy days, came across this uh, festival. So uh, I'll get into what that's about in a little bit, but this is how I found out about this whole story. I kind of knew a little bit about this story before. I have done an episode on cryogenics uh, before. Um, I believe I talked about Walt Disney being his frozen head, apparently. People think that Walt Disney is frozen uh, cryogenically. Uh, He is not. He's actually buried at the Forest Lawn Memorial uh, Cemetery in Los Angeles, which Pat and I have been to, if you get a chance go visit there. Also, Hollywood Forever Cemetery is another great cemetery to check out if you are in LA. But yes, Walt Disney is buried. He is not frozen. Uh, there's also that internet um, conspiracy theory, I guess you'll call it, that uh, Walt Disney, or the movie Frozen shows the title of Frozen, so that when you would Google Walt Disney or Disney Frozen, that would come up instead of this theory that, or this conspiracy theory that Walt Disney is frozen, you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. Have you ever heard that? No, no. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like a theory that they titled that movie Frozen. I guess because that movie could really be titled anything with the the concept of it. So anyways, getting into it. Um, I got most of my information, of course, from Wikipedia also from Uncover Colorado, uh, frozendeadguydays.com, which if you are interested in this festival that I'm going to end up talking about, you can definitely check it out. It is an annual event. Uh, legendsofamerica.com and the Funeral Law blog. So most of what I'm going to talk about today is has to do with cryogenics um some of you probably have a vague idea of what cryogenics is basically uh the idea of instead of being buried you're gonna freeze your body in hopes that in the future you will be thought out and brought back to life and get to experience life in you know whatever hundreds of years from now in the future um Now, this is a very flawed concept, I'm sure you could already think of how many things could go wrong with freezing your body and, you know, popping up into the future. Um, But anyways, cryogenics uh, is the science that addresses the production and effect of very low temperatures. Uh, The word originates from the Greek word cryos, meaning frost and genic, meaning to produce. So under such a a definition, it could be used to include all temperatures below the freezing point of water. Uh, It can be used to produce cryogenic fields for rockets uh, in MRI machines that use liquid helium and require cryogenic cooling, storing large quantities of food, special effects fog, which you are very familiar with, and uh, recycling Freezing blood and tissue samples, and even cooling superconductors. So cryogenics is used uh, in a lot of different things, and it's very scientific. Uh, Cryonic, or yeah, cryonics is a little bit different. But I'm here. Here's all the definition of all different types of cryo, this and that. Um, Cryogenics. Uh, so, the branches of engineering that involve the study of very low temperatures, ultra low temperatures, i.e., below 123 Kelvin. If you're a scientist, you probably know what that means. I'm going to guess it means very cold. Um, so, how to produce them and how materials behave at those temperatures. Uh, so, cryobiology, uh, the branch of biology involving the study of the effects of low temperatures on organisms most often for the purpose of achieving cryopreservation okay so that's cryobiology cryo conservation of animal genetic resources is the conservation of genetic material with the intention of conserving a breed so they do um freeze you know uh genetic tissue for animals to just, you know, to save, you know, animals that are just gonna go extinct. Um, uh, Cryosurgery is the branch of surgery applying cryogenic temperatures to destroy and kill tissue. Example, cancer cells. Uh, Cryoelectronics is the study of electronic phenomena at cryogenic temperatures. Examples including superconductivity and variable range hopping. But cryonics is really what I'm gonna get into. So, cryonics or cryopres, or is the cryopreserving of human and animals with the intention of future revival. Cryogenics is sometimes er- erroneously uh, used to mean cryonics in popular culture and the press. So, sometimes you'll hear people kind of use either one. Cryonics is really the actual term for it uh, for freezing humans or pets, you know, so that one day in the future, we can, you know, be thought out and come back to life. So uh, cryonics, uh, cryonic, sorry, uh, cryonic procedures can begin only after the patients are clinically and legally dead. So you can't freeze a person who's still alive they have to be dead uh now cryonic procedures may begin within minutes of death and it's usually a good idea for that so that rotting and rigor mortis don't start to um happen um and uh so uh and the use of cryoprotectants uh to try to prevent ice formation during crypto preservation so freezing you can actually destroy your cells so they try to have that not happen but this is such like a flawed idea (laughs) you know because really you can't freeze somebody and bring them back to life there's going to be so much damage done to the body through this process that it's like virtually impossible but there are people who truly believe in this and um it's just such a wild concept you know um because people like life is just so precious that like people really want to hold on to it and death is scary and they want to know that they can come back you know so that's why people truly believe in this but it really honestly has, is not possible as of yet but i guess we'll see as the future moves forward um uh it is like okay, like I was about to say. It is, however, not possible for a corpse to be reanimated after undergoing vitri- vitrification, as this causes damage to the brain, including its neural circuits. So, um, cry cry um argue that as long as the brain structure remains intact, there is no fundamental barrier given our current understanding of physical law to recover its information content. So even if you were able to come back to life, it's not to say that your brain would be working or even that the concept of the soul or, you know, your thoughts, your memories and things would be able to come back, you know? But that, like, as far as I know, this is something that we don't fully understand quite yet either. Like really what makes a person... Uh, What makes consciousness consciousness? You know, something that we're still probably figuring out, you know, Uh, cryonics uh, go further than the mainstream consensus in saying that the brain does not have to be continuously active to survive or retain memory. Uh, Cryonics controversially states that human, a human survives even within an intact brain. That can be badly, badly damaged, provided that original encoding of memory and personality can, in theory, be adequately inferred and reconstituted from what structure remains. So, uh, cryonics uses temperatures below negative 130 Celsius uh, called crypto preservation. It is an attempt to preserve enough brain information to permit the few. Fu- to permit the future revival of uh the crypto preserved person um crypto preservation may be accomplished by freezing freezing with crypto protectants to reduce ice damage or vitrification uh to avoid or by vitrification to avoid ice damage Ooh, i've got a cat jumping on my computer right now um even using the bath best methods crypto preservation of whole bodies or brains uh is very damaging and irreversible with technology so like i said um basically as as science is now even if you are frozen you're going to be fully damaged in one way or another and it is impossible to say whether or not that damage can be reversed your brain is even going to be able to be revived? Is this even going to be possible? But so that brings us to the Life Extension Society. Uh, So Life Extension Society with its network network of coordinators was the first cryonics organization in the world and was founded in 1964 to promote cryonic suspension of people. Now, their very first frozen guy was in 1965, so they offered, the LES offered the opportunity to preserve one person free of charge, stating that the Life Extension Society now has primitive facilities for emergency short-term freezing and storing our friend, the large homotherm, uh, which is I guess a person um (laughs) so uh the les offers to freeze free of charge the first person uh and this person was a man named bedford shoot damn i don't have his name Okay. okay i should have read my notes before this bedford Oh okay. So, okay. So, uh in June 1965 the Le- life extension society uh offers the opportunity to freeze their very first person. Uh so it's going to be free of charge. The life extension society or the LES uh states that the the life extension society now has uh, primitive facilities for emergency short-term freezing and storing our friend, the large homotherm, which is a man, uh, LES offers to freeze free of charge the first person Darius, uh, and in need of cryogenic suspension. So uh, James Hiram Bedford, uh, he was an American psychology professor at the University of California. He wrote several books. He is their first person to be uh, uh, frozen. So uh, Bedford, though, did not actually take this opportunity, he actually used his own funds. Uh, He had suffered from kidney cancer uh, that later metastasized to his lungs, a condition that was untreatable at the time. So he died in 1967 at 73 years old. Uh, He had left 100,000 to cryonic research in his will, uh, but more than this amount was utilized by Bedford's wife and son in court because they had to defend his will uh, and his crypto preservation against arguments created by other relatives. Uh, Bedford's body was frozen with the hopes of future revival. Uh, The freezing occurred within two hours of his death um which he ended up passing away from cardio respiratory arrest so he is their very first person frozen as far as I know he is still frozen um but that brings us to how I even got interested in cryonics whatsoever so back a couple months ago on Facebook uh I kept seeing these posts for frozen dead guy days and i have no idea why this was coming up on my facebook i mean i could i'm i could make a couple educated guesses like i'm constantly looking into like days of the dead or you know other sort of like horror festivals around but i kept seeing this post for frozen dead guy days and i was very curious like what even was this cuz i had never heard of it before and um so we'll get into it so frozen dead guy days the frozen dead guy that is being talked about is um this man his name was Morristol uh he that was his last name but he was also known as Grandpa Bredo uh he lived a rather unremarkable life uh in a coastal sub suburb of Oslo Uh, So he was born in uh, Isfjorden, Romestel, in Western Norway on February 28, 1900. Uh, Bredo Morstel married his wife, Anna, in the late 1920s, and the couple had two children. Working as the head of parks and recreation until his retirement in 1967, Bredo was fond of painting, fishing, hiking, and skiing. So pretty much normal guy. Nothing too remarkable like was said about him. Uh, He passed away during a nap in November 6th of 1989. Now, his grandson, uh, Tregiv, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I'm sorry. I am not good with Norwegian, but it's spelled uh, T-R-Y-G-V-E, Tregiv Bolge that is my best guess there, uh, was and still is passionate about life extension. And he saw his grandfather's death as an opportunity to experiment with cryogenic preservation. Uh, So the body was preserved on dry ice uh, for a trip from Norway uh, to California. Dry ice is not... How you uh, preserve a body whatsoever uh, for cryonics? It's very unscientific, but none of this is. Um, so it was uh, preserved on dry ice and stored in liquid nitrogen. Uh, so and then it was stored at the trans time. A cryonics facility in san, san leandro california from 1990 to 1993. uh now in 1993 bretter was returned to dry ice and transported to the town of netherland where uh Tragev and his mother odd uh planned to create a cryogenic facility of their own so he's no longer being held in california uh, they basically decide to take him on their own, and they're gonna do this makeshift cryonics facility in their backyard. Um, so uh, so they began to build a disaster proof house in Netherland. Now, if you are uh, local to Colorado, if you're in the Boulder County area of Colorado, you probably you probably know about this. But if you're not, I guess uh, this might interest you because he is still there in this um, facility, which I use very loosely. So uh, the gray castle looking house uh, was to be bomb, earthquake and fire and uh, flood proof. So they're building this disaster proof house Uh, next to the sturdy structure was a small garden shed where the pair moved their grandfather. So they're staying in this disaster proof house and they put Grandpa Bredo basically in the garden shed behind. Uh, Soon, uh, Grandpa Morsel was joined by another body uh, belonging to a man named Al Campbell from Chicago. I couldn't find much on why they had a second body in yeah. this shed. Um, but this is so absurd to me that there's like two frozen people in these people's backyard. Uh, they're just like storing bodies just for the fun of it, I guess. Um, but so. Uh, Maude. uh so okay, where am I at? Baj uh, hopes to uh, hopes to in- constructing a proper cryogenic storage facility. Um, his mother odds she sells her father's house in Norway to help support the, his business plan, but it was never completed. So they never actually built a proper facility. Um, bodies in cryogenic suspension are normally kept at about minus uh 320 degrees but more stole, and campbell were held at a balmy minus 109. um so for about six months mother and son uh lived relatively anonymously uh, until uh tragev uh claimed that he would break the world record for ice bathing um so not only is he interested in cryonics he was also interested in ice bathing Uh, So he invited the local newspaper. Uh, He immersed himself in a 15,000 gallon or 1,500 gallon tank of ice water in February of 1994. Under the freezing water for one hour and four minutes, he did, in fact, break the world record. But uh, this also gained him some maybe unwanted attention. His visa had run out. And the INS uh, issued a deportation warrant for him, uh, declaring himself a fugitive of justice. Justice. He managed to evade authorities for a little while, but was apprehended in the spring of 1994 and sent back to Norway, leaving his mother behind uh, to finish the house and watch over the two frozen bodies in their backyard. Uh, his mother odd was eventually given an eviction notice for having no electricity or plumbing afraid that the bodies would melt she asked the local newspaper to plead her case to town hall uh, when the reporter told the town clerk about odds please all hell broke loose the mayor police the press uh raced to the property and um the shed was opened and the bodies were discovered on ice uh, within 24 hours, the news became an international event, and uh, reports from all over the world were arriving in Netherland. Um, people were just so fascinated with why these people have two frozen bodies in their backyard. Uh, an emergency town meeting was held, and an ordis- ordis- ordinance passing, passed stating it is illegal to have the whole or any part of a person body or carcass of a human being or animal or other biological species uh, which is not alive on one's property which kind of seems like a no-brainer so sorry to those listening you can't have frozen people or animals um stored on your property um so odd was eventually evicted from her home for living in a house with no electricity or plumbing uh, in violation of local ordinance, so at the time she told a local reporter about her father's body and those of um the other individual um I also heard reports that there were more than the, just this one other guy on her property. Uh, some of the story is you know had some conflicting pieces to it, but um so uh. Just, uh the reporter went to the local city hall to order uh in order to let them know about odd fears that her eviction would cause her father's body to thaw out so according to an article in the february 7th in february 7th 1995 of the denver post odd morstel was found guilty by a jury of building uh building use and zoning violations uh the netherland town judge ordered her to remove the frozen body of her father uh from netherland by march 6 or face 10 days in jail and a 600 fine so the story caused a sensation of course and in response the city added uh a broad new provision to the section seven thirty-four of its munici- municipal code of keeping of bodies, outlawing the keeping of a whole or like I said, uh on your property. So because of the publicity that I had written though, uh they made an exception for Grandpa Reto, uh, a quote unquote Grandfather clause. So uh, Trigives secured uh, the services of Delta Tech, a local environmental company, to keep the cryonic facility running. Uh, Bo Schaefer, the CEO of Delta Tech, was known locally as the Iceman uh, and caretaker responsible for transporting dry ice, uh, the dry ice necessary for the crypto preservation. Uh, to the IC Institute uh something he had done since 1995 uh in that year the local tough shed supplier and a denver radio station built a new shed in which to store the body of bretto and in fall of 19 of 2012 uh jane Curtis gazette and mike wooden took over bretto's uh as bretto's caretaker uh they passed the caretaker's caretaking duties later on to Brad Wickham, um, a resident of Nederland, who is now the current caretaker. So doing some research, I did come across like videos of this guy, Brad Wickham, talking about him taking care of Grandpa bretto Basically, what they're doing is they're just keeping him on dry ice in the shed. And every couple weeks, when the dry ice melts out, they just dump more dry ice onto this body. And one thing that Brad Wickham said that I thought was like, pretty, I don't know, scary, terrifying, interesting, is that like, he hasn't checked on this body. And he was like, it is frozen under there when i dump the ice on top of the body it could be breaking the body underneath with the uh the you know the impact of the ice hitting the body uh and they ask him like you know what is the science behind this he's like none of this is scientific none of this he thinks this is absolutely absurd but because of the absurdity of this uh visiting grandpa Bretto and this shed even though like a lot of people don't even go in they just go up to the shed has become kind of this local phenomenon and tourist attraction and so uh in 2002 the residents of netherland started a festival called dead guy days so once a year they hold this big festival where they have coffin races, a polar plunge, a frozen t-shirt contest, ice turkey bowling, dead guy tours, brain freeze contests, frozen salmon toss, and ice break dancing. um so the tours of the tough shed where grandpa is still frozen were suspended in 2005 they stopped doing that in 2005 uh after grandpa's family uh became frustrated with the frozen dead guy day so this is not condoned by Barretto's family whatsoever this is just something that the city decided to capitalize on um but they resumed with the celebration in 2010. now in 2019 the event had an estimated of 25,000 visitors. Mm-hmm. Uh now although Trigiv and Odd filed a complaint against Netherland involving money and naming rights in 2005, Frozen Dead Guy Days continued to be held annually. Uh longtime organizer Amanda McDonald partially relinquished ownership and control of the event in 2019. Now the last Uh, The celebration was last held on March 19th uh, to 20th in 2022, after two years hiatus due to the pandemic. Uh, But organizers announced that this past year, in 2023, which this event just passed uh, in March, that uh, the Dead Guy Days would more or less be canceled, stating that netherland refused to work with the festival uh festival's current owners however it was not canceled it was actually just moved to estes park now if you know if you're a spooky creepy fan like i am you probably know estes park as where the location of the stanley hotel is just north of uh of denver about an hour which totally seems appropriate for this strange event. Uh, if you've ever seen The Shining, that was filmed in Estes Park. Uh, no, it wasn't filmed in Estes Park. Why am I saying that? Uh, but the Stanley Hotel is basically what The Shining is based on, uh, and uh, The Shining has um, a very, very much a frozen dead guy. Sorry, spoiler alert for the for the movie, but. Uh, because the event was so big and Netherland no longer is really involved in uh, the festival is now going to be at Estes Park. So next year, if you want to attend Frozen Dead Guy Days and uh, have a good frozen dead time, you can go to frozendeadguys.com and check out their event. Um, but yeah, that is a very strange story of the frozen dead guy. Uh, in netherland colorado and the very weird festival they have in honor of him so yeah nice. what do you what do you think are you going to be frozen cryonically
1: i mean i'm always one that's like you know when When they get robotic arms that work i want one you know so like i'm all about futuristic stuff like if it was possible i would totally do it but yeah dry ice that's like definitely destroying tissue
0: oh yeah oh yeah yeah. like like, what a burden to put on people
1: (laughs) and what a weird what a a weird and and it's not necessarily tradition being passed down you know but it's more of just like uh yeah like preserving someone else's sanity you know like you know like yeah we'll continue to do this i guess yeah no he's dead though right you know (laughs) i mean although the festival sounds really fun oh
0: no i want (laughs) to go that sounds awesome is Uh, the festival
1: the festival still done in colorado
0: yeah like i said it's in estes park now i want to go to estes park that is on my list um but yeah it Um, looks pretty cool there's like bands uh what's that what
1: what's the date for it's in march march okay are you are you you making plans now i mean kind of sounds fun colorado's not that far we've been wanting to go to estes park anyways you know march though seems like eh, i guess it's probably still cold as shit in march yeah it was it was pretty cold out here in March so I guess mean I'm it's wondering.
0: gotta be cold but not so cold you know
1: right well I mean you figured frozen fish polar plunge frozen t-shirt contest you know yeah. it's 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 got to be at least cold but I'm sure Colorado stays cold for a while
0: for are you while. gonna do some frozen turkey bowling
1: hmm isn't it salmon bowling? or was there frozen salmon turkey toss. did I miss that oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm more of a salmon toss person.
0: Yeah, I mean, I ha- I feel like some of these activities change, so I can't guarantee that there's going to be a salmon toss next
1: That's year. That's hilarious. You know,
0: sorry if you were...
1: There might be a sh- salmon t-shirt contest now.
0: What's the point of going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm definitely not being frozen. No, that is not going to happen. I,
1: I don't I w- know. I would do it if there was, like... I don't know, like a remote sense of science to it, you know, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah, being frozen is still dead. However, there are species of animals that we've figured out, you know, found out in the past 20 years that they found in ice sheets in the Antarctic. And once they, once they thaw, these animals come back to life.
0: So that's, that's
1: true. It's, that's true. It's apparently possible, you know, not necessarily with humans, but in some type of biological creature, you know, yeah. like so yeah. who knows? Yeah. Who knows and it, and it wouldn't be in all these futuristic movies if it wasn't like a theory before.
0: We're so not there yet.
1: At all. Right. Not even close. Yeah. yeah. We don't uh, even know what the brain does.
0: Also think about it, like what what future would you be coming in would you be going to, you know, like like think of someone from like a hundred years ago coming into this future you wouldn't know how to use the internet you wouldn't know how to use a phone you wouldn't know how to get anywhere landmarks wouldn't be there you wouldn't fit into society
1: people would assume you're crazy you would be committed like instantly yeah Uh,
0: you know most of your wealth probably is spent on keeping you frozen like what kind of life is that you know or, I yeah mean, and that's another
1: thing he donated like a hundred grand or something that guy in the 60s which is a lot of money back in the yeah. day you know to, to to a society like that but that's like such a drop in the bucket like like yeah. how much i wonder how much money it, it has cost that family at this point yeah you know like just the dry ice deliveries must be a lot much less an actual scientific approach of having someone sealed in a chamber and cooled like liquid nitrogen like were they trying to shatter him into several pieces because that's what nitrogen would do yeah
0: yeah. that's crazy
1: yeah but yeah if science were behind it i'd be down but yeah we're not even close no
0: uh unfortunately no we're not um but you know still gonna go to the festival though.
1: <laughs> right I'll do the polar plunge I'll toss some salmon that sounds fun as hell I don't
0: really like being cold uh but I do like dressing up and I think dressing up as a frozen person would be pretty pretty cool I could think of a cool ice princess outfit you know maybe I don't know um i go you know, I'd go as
1: Elsa but just Jack Nicholson's face with like everything with the icicles you know
0: oh frozen 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 yeah yeah, okay. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: that's pretty cool i just want to see you dress as elsa um
1: <laughs> no, i uh, want to like wear like you know the, the costume but then jack nicholson's face. <laughs>
0: oh okay yeah awesome we're gonna be yeah we'll be frozen dead elsa and anna i think that's yeah that's cool um yeah, yeah do it um <laughs> All right, so hope you enjoyed that weird story. Um, More to come in the future of other things. Uh, If you've ever attended Frozen Dead Guy days, um, maybe send us some pictures, email us, let us know. uh, What do you think? Uh, If you have any more suggestions on stories, please uh, email us at myweirdlittlepodcast at gmail.com. You can message me on Instagram at podcast on TikTok. I'm on the social medias. Find me. Uh, I exist. (laughs) I swear. Um, But I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Stay warm and stay spooky. Ooh.